0: Hey guys, welcome to the Goose Nav Show. So, wanted to lay out a thought regarding my understanding of animosity between the sexes today. So, to begin, I think from an evolutionary biology perspective, I think that in most if not all animal species that have male and female parts i guess the the male and the female kind of exist within an evolutionary arms race of each other and they i think that they're always kind of at odds to an extent and i think that this kind of you know evolution causes different you know different genetic adaptations and different things and 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 I think that this could also be one leading cause of speciation. Speciation occurs I, th- I think I think that's the term but there's probably a more concrete term but one reason why some species develop is because two different species have different mating patterns, right? They could be you could have like two wolves but like Maybe one group of wolves only mates during the the summer, and one only mates during like right after the winter, or you know the spring area. Or maybe they have like different mating rituals, or blah blah blah. Right. So anyway, that is one. I think Darwin kind of went into this. This could be one origin of the species. But anyway, so I think in terms of the genetics and in terms of just biology, I think that men and women are men and women are at odds because. Women, they have to carry the child. You know, they're vulnerable when they do so. And, you know, they have to rear the children or raise the children or feed the children, you know. And men, they they don't have to do that. You know, a man could just, you know, go knock up a woman, go to the next woman, knock her up, and then leave. And He, I mean, he he's actually, I guess... To an extent incentivized to do something like that because, you know, his his resources don't go in there and then he gets genetic offspring from it, right? So women and and men are kind of at odds because there's different motivating factors and different things you could get out of it, right? That being said, I think that we've developed strategies and social systems to kind of get around the animosity and make... It's so that things work harmoniously between men and women. And I think that is the concept of the family, right? The man who could just, you know, have sex and then leave. And then the woman who, you know, is burdened with the baby, you know, that, that, that anim- the animosity that could exist there is now gone because the man is tethered to the family right, and provides for the family. And then he will nurture a child who's going to be far better off, far less traumatized, and in a, in a much you know, better position to continue his own genetic lineage by sticking around, right? And the woman doesn't need to fear for the life of her or her child. And, you know, and now... She essentially has a system that will protect her, but it also is a system that protects the men, right? So anyway, that's, that's, that's the, I think, the solution towards animosity today. And I'd say that different institutions of the family and, and other things have currently been falling apart at the seams. And because of that, we're seeing animo- new animosities form and I think that both sexes do harbor a lot of resentment toward the other sexes. And I, I want to I go into that. So, to begin, I see many women nowadays being extremely, having an extreme level of resentment towards men. And I think that, I think one of the simplest reasons for this, or there's two, two simple reasons. One is you have a father... You have a dysfunctional family or a father who doesn't you know love them enough doesn't doesn't raise them in a in a nurturing and loving environment and because they aren't raised in such a nurturing and loving environment, you know it's a cold harsh or you know environment like that I think that leads to people who aren't well adjusted and these People who aren't well adjusted, they 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 are they're they have resentment towards their family, I guess. Maybe if they don't have an obvious resentment towards that, they end up looking for they end up looking for for love. They're, they, don't, they end up looking for love in. I don't know. They're looking for that same parental love that they didn't get. And they end up looking for it in, in the worst ways possible, you know? So why a lot of girls end up, like, you know, hooking up and and trying to seek this type of validation and love through sex, right? That's 100% one of the reasons. But, you know, uh, there's a psychologist. I, I'm not sure his name, but uh, popped up. And he essentially said that there's a study they they, they looked at kids who were you know really loved as children you know very very loving environment they were hugged they were all this stuff as kids and then people kids who weren't as you know weren't hugged weren't weren't you know loved and nurtured as much as they were when they were younger and the the group that you know suffered more you know mental disorders and ptsd and uh and, and had dysfunctional relationships and weren't as successful, those were the people who weren't loved as much as kids. And, and the people who, who were loved ended up in a better spot. So I think that's one reason. I think poor familial, poor family units, right? And I think this is also exasper- exacerbated by the fact that divorce is... Is so common in our society. I think that, you know, our, you know, Christianity has fallen by the wayside because people think that, you know, science has somehow just proven religion, which is really, you know, it's. I don't think there's a basis for that at all. It's more of just a feeling that people have. And, and people don't think that Christianity really has any... Purpose. So then now all of these morals, all of these moral rules no longer have any basis and grounding. And, you know, I think this is one reason why divorce is skyrocketed. It's also because of, you know, the 1950s, 1960s sexual revolution and feminism and this and that, and blah, blah, blah. But that's another story, I think. Anyway, divorce is, is, is skyrocketing. Infidelity, sexual immorality is increasing. And and this has led rise to dysfunctional families, I'd say. And dysfunctional families are not good for kids, not good for daughters especially. I would also say that in this same reign, in this same vein of... of sexual immorality stemming from a complete lo- loss of our of our christian religious culture and the the sexual mor- morality that that had what's that that has led to a rise in in just that sexual sexual immorality which also includes rape which also includes, probably, molestation, maybe to an extent, or or people maybe being put into a situation where the reins of power are skewed, and since people are, you know, they're more okay with, you know, oh, I just every, all of this sexual stuff, all these perversions, they're okay to explore, right? then I think that people are more likely to act it out. And I'd also say that, you know, like I, I feel like pornography is also a huge thing that could be at play here because, I mean, given enough time, you know, people being alone with this, you know, this this really disgusting kind of just infinite wellspring of, you know, just evil... I feel like people could be pulled into developing weird fantasies and perversions that I feel like some of them end up acting it out in in real life, especially if a lot of these men are desperate and and whatnot. So I think that the sexual immorality of today has led to lots of coercive sexual activity, um, which, you know, leads to animosity. You know, I, I think that that is a huge deal here. I feel like a lot of women are resentful because they've had, you know, problems with, with sexual coercion and the, coercion in the past. And I'd also say this, you also probably, you also have the, the problem of, you know, these uh, Casanovas, these, these guys who, you know, they're just looking to hook up and then they, and then they dip, who tend to be like, you know top five percent top ten percent of men right who can probably get almost any girl if not any girl they want right if you have like some 10 out of 10 showing some attention to some you know six out of 10 and she thinks oh wow this makes me feel special this makes me feel like i'm worthy and blah 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 and then he just leaves right or he he, i feel like you, you see a lot of this like a guy shows a girl love or affection or just basic or uses them for sex or something and then they they dip and they leave. And and you could say, "Oh, you know, that's fine. They're just hooking up. It doesn't matter." But I feel like emotionally, I feel like a lot of women who 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 have this happen, right? They feel used, you know? Because, you know, as we said before, the 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 dynamics between the sexes are fundamentally different, right? A man is trying to have as much sex as possible because he'd love to spread his offspring everywhere, right? But a woman, you know, it means a lot more, and it's a lot more dangerous, right? And if a woman, you know, is, is 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 spreading her legs for somebody, then, you know, there's a there's a level of you know seriousness, or 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 you know, it's it's more of a. It's a bigger thing for a woman than it is for a guy. For a guy, it's just a feeling. For a woman, it's a risk. And if a woman, you know, ha- does this huge risk for a guy that she thinks that is 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 going to be there for her, and then and then he just dips right. There's a level of betrayal there. That's that's at the end of the day, that's it. It's betrayal. And I feel like so many, a lot of women today, feel like men have betrayed them. Men have betrayed them because men nowadays, you know, for many reasons, I feel like they're not acting like leaders. They're acting in their own self-interest and they're not acting for the good of the community. And this goes back to probably another talk I was having, but our communities have been atomized for many reasons. But at the end of the day, our communities are atomized and men don't really have a reason to. Care for everyone in their community, right? So this is why I think another reason why hookup culture is allowed to has been allowed to just continue because our communities don't really exist anymore, and they don't keep people in check. Anyway, so I think that's those are those are a few reasons why I think women are very anim, have a lot of animosity to men nowadays. But I also think men have a lot of animosity to women and I think it's pretty interesting I think a lot of jobs that women fill nowadays they're I mean okay well like for this this is blatantly true but women choose lower paying majors than men on average right by by far, by a huge amount, by a huge margin, right? I mean, in my engineering program, when I when I was studying engineering, there were like almost no women in the engineering classes, right? And engineering is one of the most important, if not the most important field that humanity has, right? And the most practical field, but there's no women there, right? Like all the women are in soft sciences, or in basically in fields that really aren't really. I mean, when it comes down to it, it's not as practical. And, and I think that a lot of men see this, and they also see the the the. You know, the, this 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 feminist clamoring for you know what why. We need to make more money. We need to make more money. Why aren't we making as much money as you? And most guys, you know, or many guys, very hardworking, and they're, they're breaking their backs being mechanics or, or working on you know these big projects because that's where a man gets his value. A man doesn't get his value from his looks, his this, his that. You know, he gets his value from the value he provides. You know people don't give a crap about you as a man unless you have something to give them unless you, you you're 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 competent unless unless you know unless you're competent for women it's the exact opposite only thing that the only thing that people really care about with a woman is you know in terms of like evolutionary biology is you know fertility and you could say oh well what about what about um her career and what about the money she makes it's like if you look at the studies that actually is a a woman with a career is actually less desirable than a than a man with a career and or than a woman without a career right and this is we 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 can see this from the like the studies that dating apps have have done on this Like, men don't have a preference for that because women are hypergamous. And if a woman has a career, then suddenly she's going to be, you know, unsatisfied with a man who is probably going to make less than her, right? So I think men nowadays are a bit annoyed by the fact that women nowadays are you know they're trying to fill the same role that men are designed to fill. Men are designed to be workers. Men are designed to work themselves to death. And 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 I think many men are seeing you know women kind of looking at this and thinking that it's you know it's like so it's some sort of little playground that I get a I want to be a part of this playground you know I want to have fun in this you know it's you know you you you've been having all of this fun doing work. I want to have this fun doing work like why why aren't you letting me do that and i think a lot of men are kind of irked and saying hey you know this isn't just some game this is where we get our value but i think that men's interpretation or or view of you know kind of modern feminist ideology I don't know. I think it kind of infuriates a lot of men, because what that ideology is essentially saying is, women are having a, a disproportionately tough time in life, and it's all your fault. And we we want more stuff. We want all these. We want everything that you have, and and we want this and that, and we want everything, and blah blah blah, and we're victims. And and the thing is. Life is hard. Life isn't fair. And if you think that, oh, men have it easy and women have it tough. Oh, women, we have periods and we have to fear getting raped and we have to fear this. And we're, you know, yeah, yeah, your life is tough. Your life is tough, right? It's difficult. But, you know who else has tough lives? Men. You could say, oh, well, no, you don't, because you get... It's like... Really, men don't have tough lives. You know, women have tough lives. Men also have tough lives. Right? Women, you, you don't need to do anything to work. You don't need to break your back. If a... Pretty much any woman could go out there, say, I don't want to work. I want to be a trophy wife. I want you to do all the work for me. You'll have hundreds of men who are willing to marry you and do just that. You don't need to have a refined taste in aesthetics, in fashion. You don't need to be smart. You don't need to have any knowledge. You don't need to be educated. You don't need to spend yeah, years of your time learning skills learning stuff becoming educated you don't need to you know you, you don't you don't need to, you, there's literally there's literally nothing you need to do you need to do literally zero work and you'll have a a someone prov- literally giving you free money free food free everything a lodging over your head a free house you know stability for nothing. For only only for the the promise that you'll you'll have his kids, you'll raise his kids, and you know, that's it. Like, like literally, you don't need to do any work. You could say, Oh, well, but I want to do work. That's great, okay, you can do hobbies, you could do stuff like that, you could have fun, you could, you could get yeah. and who's to say that, you know, raising a family isn't actual, you know, isn't some fulfilling work, right? It's fulfilling, it's it's work, you're you're doing stuff, right? And sure, you could do other things too, but like the baseline condition, you know, you don't need to do anything. You don't literally don't need to do anything. You don't need to lift a finger and you will have the world handed to you. Whereas for men, you literally need to be, you know, at the brink of killing yourself, you know, at the brink of like, you need to put everything out there. You need to sacrifice everything about yourself in order to get an inch to move forward a centimeter. You need to, you need to sacrifice everything. You need to put everything on the line. You need to be working your ass off in order to, 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 you know, to get, to get anything. You know, to get something mediocre even. You know, had to have the bare minimum. You need to be putting everything on the line. And, and if you don't do that, if you don't do that, then you will be a loser you will you will you will live a mediocre life and you probably won't even have any kids and you're going to you know you're gonna maybe you'll die at 50 due to a suicide because you are, you're having a midlife crisis and you realize that you haven't done anything with your life you know that's what happens if you don't if you don't work if you don't work hard that's what happens and men are required to break their backs working extremely hard there's no alternative there's no alternative for women they don 't need to do that they do not that is not a reality has set it up so that you you are spared from that torture you are spared from that torture this is this is literally what the bible says you 're spared from that torture you're the 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 curse that God put upon women is the curse of childbirth, right? The pain of childbirth, which means that you, it takes you nine months. You're incapacitated for nine months, you know. You go through the pain of that. You go through the pain of periods. And you go through the fear of, you know, some guy knocking you up and leaving or rape, getting raped, right, or this and that. There's, there's, there's a lot of fear and pain that comes with childbirth, right? But there's really no other curse than that. That's your curse, right? And the equal and opposite curse is a curse for men. You need to work. You need to break your back working. And that is essentially what the dichotomy of our existence as human beings is, right? And I think a lot of men are, are very kind of irked because women through the ideology of feminism don't really realize that you know this is the dichotomy the dichotomy is that 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 that, that men get tortured and women you know get tortured in a different way and and i think men are, are irked that you know they don't that women don't see that that women see you know the the pain of just having to labor for the, for the entirety of your life as as you know some something that you, to be is that is to be envied you know feminism says Wow. Wow. You're you're working for for 40 to 80 hours a week. I want that. I want the, I want the little goodies. I want the the surface level trimmings of that. You know, it's like bro, like like you you don't get it. <laughs> you you don't get it. And the thing is, given the way that we're setting society up right now, you'll you'll never get it. You'll never get it because at the end of the day, a women in the workplace, it's, it's honestly, there's a, it's hard to really put your finger on, but like, if you're in the workplace, you have the entirety of the feminist ideology going for you, you know, is rooting for you and is ensuring that things don't fail for you, right? Everything is going your way. You have organizations and droves of support for you saying you know what hey we want to see more people like you in the workplace this is important that you're doing what you're doing you know you have you have tons of support tons of 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 you know hand holding and and at the end of the day you don't even need to do any real work like look at look at uh tiktok look at tiktok there's all these women who work for, like, Facebook, Twitter, all these other places, all these, you know, Google, who are, who are showing this is a day in the life of a, of a Google person, someone who works at Google. And then, like, they wake up at, like, 11 o'clock, and then they go to Google, and then they have a nice little brunch. And then they, you know, they're walking around the nice little Google campus, and they're playing some arcade game, and then, and then for, like, 30 minutes, they respond to, like, one email and then they go and then they have some a late lunch and then they have and then they decide to go home for the day because they're done working after sending in one email and then they go have dinner and then they go to the jacuzzi and then they're looking over their apartment that Google pays for and then they go to bed right so in in actual like and they're making probably six figures right for doing nothing because you know we have our legal system is based on the like uh this feminist ideology saying hey we need more women in the workplace and companies are like well I don't want to get sued I want I want tax tax breaks I want this and that so sure I'll I'll put women in the workplace for sure so anyway I think men see this you know and it's just, it kind of, it's, a, it's in a way, this is kind of like spitting in the face of kind of what men have to go through, you know? Men have to go through this. There isn't an alternative. There isn't a way out. And, and women are saying, you know what? Oh, I wish I, I could do that. You know, it's like, it's, it's, it's saying, you know what? Your, your struggle doesn't really mean anything. You know, it's just some, it's some fairy tale playground that I wanna, ha- I wanna be a part of. That's, that's essentially what this feminist ideology is saying. You know, and and I mean, we've gone over why I think that there, this this ideology is is very fabricated. And you also have a bunch of corporate interests going for it, right? This isn't something that is just oh, this is a good thing. It's like no, your your feminism is literally propped up by corporations so that they get more workers and they they don't have so that they don't have to pay workers as much, right? and it's like a self-fulfilling or not self-fulfilling but a self-reinforcing positive feedback loop right because you also have the fact that you know you push for feminism that means that you get more workers and by getting more workers everyone's work wages you know can stagnate or decrease because now corporations have the power It's not in the the power is now in the hands of corporations rather than workers, and workers can't really negotiate as much because if they start to negotiate, then they just find another uh, another person, you know, and 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 you know, which which makes people support this this corporate feminism more, which leads to you know workers wages stagnating or decreasing even more which leads to you know you, you can you can see where this is going but essentially you know this this is this isn't just a spit in the face this is also a kind of a a something that takes away the livelihood of men who are already in the workplace you know cuz if if you're if you're working this job you know i've been working this job for 20 years right and then now your wages are stagnating due to either inflation or just the fact that you know there's more workers you know now now something that that would have worked for you 40 years ago you know a job that would have worked a level of work that would have worked for for men 40 years ago now does not work you know now men can't support themselves off of a normal job you know they need to do something extraordinary or something way different and this is simply one of the reasons due to the fact that the workplace is now doubled. Anyway, that's one point of resentment. And I think I've, I've really butchered the way that the argumentation in this is supposed to go. But I think you, you get at least a general idea of what I'm talking about. And if you disagree, if you if you don't like what I'm saying, DM me on Goosnov or email me at quantumsnov at gmail.com. And I'm more than willing to talk to you about this. And maybe even talk with you on this podcast about it. Who knows? Who knows? Anyway, let's continue. I think another... And this is, this is actually the reason why I wanted to start this pod Or say, start this episode. But I think another thing that men are, are pissed about... Is that men are fulfilling their side of the bargain. They're working. The woman's side of the bargain is you are going to have kids. You are going to start families. And I think what we're seeing now is women are not filling their side of the bargain. Women are, instead of starting families, they want to be like men, and they're going into work, and they're getting these jobs, and they're spending decades of their lives that they don't have in a workplace environment and instead of starting like a large family they're having small shriveled families with only one kid or or maybe no families at all or maybe they are they're putting off marriage until till they're 35 and you could say this isn't all women yeah it's not all women but it's a lot it's a it's a good amount of women and i'd say a good amount of men or i mean they see this trend and it's 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 leading to animosity and resentment because You know, if you're if you're pulling up your side of the bargain, if you're if you're doing your job and you're working your ass off and you're contributing to society and you see women who should be, you know, helping contribute their part of society, uh, you know, meaning (laughs) meaning that they're having kids and sustaining the next generation of people, which is necessary. It's not just something you can. Oh, you know, we don't need more people. No, you need more people. You're, you're fulfilling your side of the societal social contract by doing so. But anyway, I think that's that's another point of resentment. And and I think that you could say that oh well I, I I'm a man I don't think this well. I I don't think that this is just a conscious thing either. I think that this is also a subconscious thing. And I think that the fact the fact is that. I think a third of men are completely single or have never dated anybody or have never had sex or whatever and then an even larger percent are just you know they aren't in a relationship and and that's bad you know i think I think around fifty forty fifty percent of people aren't in a relationship, and it's as bad as it is in Japan right now, and you know Japan is having a a population collapse Japan is having you know large-scale suicides and, and large bouts of depression. And the same thing is happening in, in the United States. The other thing that's happening in Japan is escapism. I mean, Evangelion in 1995 was talking about this, where Japanese people escape into anime and escape into these fake worlds instead of facing reality. And people in the United States are doing just that instead of facing reality men today are sticking their noses into video games and they're sticking their their noses into these fake simulated worlds and they're building they're building structures in Minecraft instead of building buildings in the real world and i think that's due to the fact that you know the two types of people in the world aren't aren't pulling their weight, and I think that that right now we have a very dysfunctional society and I think that the points I've kind of laid out here aren't they aren't everything for sure they're 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 only a small part, but I think that that they are they seem to me to be valid they seem to me to be real points that, 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 that makes sense, I guess. But I mean, if you see it a different way, let me know. Because I'm trying to figure, I'm trying to figure this out because right now things are not going good. Things are not going well at all. And socially things are very dysfunctional. And I think it's only, well, it's only a matter of time before things get more dysfunctional. I think that we need to have a good grasp on what's causing this in order to find solutions. But I guess my my answer to all this, right, goes back to the beginning. The only way to solve this problem is to have social structures that work. And I think the structure of the family is probably one of the best ways of this working. You know. You need a loving family. Kids need to be loved and they need to be raised right. They need to be cared for and, and just like I said in the beginning people who weren't loved as much as kids are going to turn out in a much worse spot than people who you know had an abundance of love as growing up and and I think that if I mean if women start keep prioritizing their 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 careers you know their meaningless careers you know they their they they're their, their working for these soulless corporations for, for no reason except for the fact that they think that it makes them cool or fulfilled or whatever you know we're we're, we're we're literally breeding a generation of traumatized and and inept and sad people and well gosh i think we're already seeing the first generations of those people and it's, a lot of them are in gen z And a lot of Gen Z people are really just, they have tons of problems. I mean, just look at TikTok. Uh, But, well, the alternative is, I'd say, Christianity, Catholicism, maybe even orthodoxy. Having strong traditional communities where the roles of people aren't, where the roles of people are clearly delineated, and people are happy to to do what to fulfill their different roles in the body of Christ, I think that that's very important, and I think that that's the alternative to what we see now. If people are willing to to put their own personal wants and their own personal, you know the incomplete thought of oh this is what this is what's good this is what's right you know instead of instead of the the hubris of of thinking you know what i i know what's best saying you know what maybe i don't know what's best maybe i will defer to a greater authority you know a greater moral structure such as the church right and say hey you probably know a little better than i do the thousands of years of of experience that has gone into your documents and to your wisdom, is probably more more intelligent than what we've come up with in the last thirty years. I I'd, I'd make that bet. It takes it takes a level of of humbleness to do to take that step, and it takes it takes pride to to ignore the the strides that are our, our great grandfathers, that our, our ancestors built, right? The the structures of a, the society and the social systems that govern where we are now didn't just arise by accident or because oh people are evil or the it's a dialectical process and it took. It took time to get here and it took, you know, there's real value in what, what we've created over the last several thousand years. And to simply throw it all away is, is, well, you're seeing the results of it right now. Anyway, hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Check out other episodes and other cool content on Goosenov.com. And DM me on Goosnov if you have any questions or thoughts. But I hope you enjoyed. And I'll see you in the next episode. Peace out, fellas. See ya.